This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Welcome. We're going to go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Uh, dang. Mine really is that I continued on this, uh, I don't want to call it this because it's going to make you all eye roll at me and it's going to make you go, oh yeah, I could never do that. But I am telling you, you can. I continued on my minimalist journey, which this isn't like, oh, Hannah woke up last week and read a weird book and boom. This was kind of years in the making. So I've been talking about minimalism. I've listened to some podcasts, but they creeped me out early on. Um, I read and listened to uh, a lot of information about minimalism and it weirded me out. That was probably a year and a half ago. And I was like, nope, you can't, no, 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 can't just wear one t-shirt all the time. Mm -mm. That's weird. Can't do it. But in there, I'm like, but you know what? I could eliminate some stuff. So I go through my closet and I get rid of like really similar to the spatula thing. Really like there's are two pair of leggings, two that I actually enjoy wearing. And the rest of them, if I have to wear them, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this doesn't hold my butt up as well, but I guess I'll wear these, but I don't want to, and it's gonna be terrible, and I don't think this is what should happen. But I'm like, fine, I'll do it, fine. And I clear that out. I take out some t-shirts and I'm like, okay, pretty close to a minimalist. That was probably a year and a half ago and I feel good. So this weekend I was able to leave my kitchen because that has finally been minimalized. Okay. Meaning two spatulas, three spoons, like the cooking spoons and whatever. So, I mean, we are down right? And down so much that my six-year-old's talking about it to her grandparents, which is terrible because then her grandparents are quite certain that I've lost my mind, Um, which here's the deal. Maybe I have. Maybe I have. Or here's the real deal. I am going to lose my mind if I have to keep spending this much time managing stuff. I can't do it. I can't continue to waste away in the garbage disposal of things that my house has become. I can't. I refuse to clean out all of my stuff just for the sake of having stuff. It really doesn't do anything for me. So, This weekend, I left the kitchen. Kitchen, done. Stuff eliminated. Here we go. I come up to the second level of my house and I decide that my first victory shall be over my own closet. And this scares me. At this point, I start to question my own sanity. Yeah. And I'm cleaning out and I'm whittling all of my beautiful t-shirt collection over the years down to 
five or six. And I'm whittling all of my long sleeve t-shirt collections down to four or five. And I'm limiting my beautiful, beautiful beyond words sweatshirt collection down to three. And I'm also eliminating all of the pants and shorts and things that I've collected over the years and trust that I have the most epic half zip collection, quarter zip collection that you could ever have in your life. And I whittle it down to three. <laughs> and I end up producing about five to six like paper boxes so the boxes that um paper like printing paper comes in and by six i mean seven and by seven i mean eight and i am like am i doing it am i really taking this much stuff out and i start to kind of lose my mind a little bit and right now as i'm even speaking this to you it's kind of making me nervous. And over the weekend, as I got all of my clothing outside of my hanging dress clothes and pants down to one drawer, I start to lose my mind. And I'm thinking, oh no, what if I go on vacation? What do I do? What do I do? I'm going to want to go on vacation and wear different things. And then I just realized that I wouldn't wear those things anyways. They're like my backups to my backups to my backups. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. You're not wearing that. Stop. Stop holding on to it. It's okay. And guess what? Stores exist. And you can get new stuff. If you're feeling overwhelmed, it'll be okay. Because guess what? You weren't using the backups anyways. Because anytime that you would go on vacation or you have a new event, guess what happens? You're not going to use your double, triple backups. You're going to go buy something new. Duh. And so, I let it all go. It's gone. I had piles and piles and piles and piles of stuff that I couldn't even see. Yeah. Like, as I'm sorting through this stuff, I'm finding these amazing shirts and tank tops and things that I would have never been able to find. Because it was so buried in the backups of all of this stuff. And so... My great thing is that I have whittled down my collection of things because they are just that. They are just things, even clothes. It's just things. I have whittled it down to one drawer. One. And a closet of hanging clothes. And it feels amazing. I almost feel like I found more stuff than I ever even realized that I had because I only have the stuff that I actually want to wear left, right? Because how many times do you spend 
minutes and hours of days sorting through the things that you would never wear because it sucks, putting it back, putting it on top of things, and then settling for something that you didn't even really want to wear because you couldn't find the thing you actually wanted to wear. Now I can actually see all of the things that I want to wear. And I will switch to a one-in, one-out situation from here on out. This I promise you. (laughs) So my great thing was eliminate the clutter because I can't keep wasting my life here taking care of the stuff. So that's my great thing. If you want to share your great thing and it doesn't have to be as scary minimalistic as what I just said, go ahead and head on over to nusink.com. That's where you can find all things the death of a dream and you can submit your great thing for a chance to be featured right here on this very podcast. Big time stuff happening. So we are going to go ahead and get started. I thought about one of my worst memories with my children in my house, and I thought of it this weekend. And I, I, when I thought of it, I was like, oh no, 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 that's bad. People shouldn't know that about you. That's low. And so then I thought that's exactly why they should know it. Um, because we're talking about this journey and that includes the low places, my friend, and trust. I may wake up and be here with all of you every day, but it's not always easy. And it hasn't been a perfect journey to here. I promise you that. So probably about one year ago today, not really. I mean, in a perfect world, that would make this story that much more epic. But around this time last year, I was in the throes of the lowness. Like, my head just kept thinking of all the things of just, I was angry. And angry doesn't even begin to describe what I was and... I was slowly losing my mind. And one day, my husband was gone. I'm not sure where. And it was weekend with my two beautiful children. And we're cleaning and I'm managing the stuff and I'm working and it had been like the 200th day of winter I swear to you it was never going to end like last winter was insanity it was like brilliantly cold and snowy and icy and so you were just locked in your house for endless amounts of time because any second that you wanted to go do something some sort of insane snow ice cold storm would hit and you were chained to your home and at this point we'd been going on like 200 weeks of winter and I got to spend yet another 
weekend in my house, feeling overwhelmed by the stuff, by the children, by the coldness, by the lack of sunlight, by the lack of everything that is holy and good in this world, and I couldn't even save myself. And my kids were yelling at me or talking to me. I can't even remember. And they were just like nagging me and I'm downstairs and I can't remember why there are boxes on the table, but I can see them. And I'm like trying to do the laundry and I'm trying to clean up all the stuff and the stuff just isn't going away. And I'm like wanting to leave my house, but I can't because there's just snow and there's ice and I've been in this house too long. And is the sun ever going to come out again? What is this? Why is this my life? And boom, I slammed down. No, I hit the chair. These tiny little chairs that are connected to our table that are meant to hold the girls' American Girl dolls so they can sit at the table with us. And I hit it, and it flies, and it hits the wall, and all of the little tiny instruments, like little teeny tiny cups, and little teeny tiny silverware, and little teeny, all go flying in the air. And my kids are like close enough to have seen it, but far enough away to luckily not be hit by anything, and I just hit it. And I look at my children, who I love, and I say, I just need a second. And I go upstairs to my room, and I get myself under the covers, and I just start bawling. And nothing even really happened. Right? My head was just filled with thoughts and and it was swimming with all the things that I was just telling you. And all of a sudden, I just get like my whole head fills with this like blind rage. And like if, 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 if it were a cartoon, my face would have turned red and everything would have been bubbling up. Right. And then I just explode and I hit this thing and my kids don't know what to even think but they both just go and sit on the couch quietly and I go upstairs and I pull the covers over and I'm looking at this laundry basket full of laundry and I'm just thinking like what is wrong nothing is even wrong nothing is even that bad nothing has even happened right but at this point at this exact point Yes, all of the things that I had just described, but more than all of that, what I start to realize is that I gave up the one thing that I was ever good at. And what I didn't realize in that moment is that that was paralyzing Right, And on top of all of the seasonal depression things that I'm sure that I had going on, I had just given up the one thing that had always made me me. And that meant that I didn't get to hide behind it anymore and that I had to start showing up as who I really was. And let me tell you about how scary that journey is. I couldn't hide anymore. 
And I didn't know how to show up as this new person. And I didn't know if people were going to like and accept who I wanted to be. And I didn't know if I even wanted to go down this path because it's scary. And as I'm laying upstairs crying and not really understanding why my two beautiful children give me enough space to just cry it out. And then they come upstairs and they're like, mom, what's wrong? And I can't even respond. Because the reality of what's wrong is that I had built this beautiful life. Right? A life that everyone would be jealous of. Not everyone. But a a pretty good life. And I didn't even know how to show up happy for it. And the reality was that I couldn't fake it anymore. That this life was big and beautiful and magical. And I had built it. And I didn't want it. That it was built on things that weren't even meant for me. That it was good, but not good enough. That I could. I could keep closing this voice out. I could keep just doing the things that I'm good at, that people accept about me. But that I would go deeper into this place. That these one-off freak-out moments wouldn't just be seasonal That they would come back more and more. And the reason that I wasn't happy with my life is because it had been assigned to me. That it had just happened. That everyone else decided what my life was going to look like and I didn't. And when I hit that chair, it wasn't just me hitting a chair and being mad because winter was never ending. It was me realizing that I was going to have to dig down and really figure this out. And that sounded like the scariest thing that I would ever do in my life. And what sounded even scarier after that is that I would start showing up for the person that I figured out I wanted to be. And so that freak out moment had very little to do with the winter or with my kids nagging me or with managing all the stuff. And it had everything to do with me realizing that now I have time to figure this out. That now I have space. That now I have Everything that I need to go and discover this and what frustrated me that day more than any other day is that I wasn't actually doing it. 
I was doing the surface level stuff. I was having a clean house. I was having a good environment. I was reading the books, right? I was checking every box that I possibly could because I had told people that I wanted to start showing up as this person who had goals and dreams. And the most frustrating part is that I didn't have any. I hadn't thought of any. I didn't know what my life was going to look like in this new journey. And I didn't know how to show up anymore. Right? Fine. All those things that you were just going to sign up for, now you took away, now what? What are you going to do? What if people don't like this? What if it's just you? Then what? You just gave up everything you were good at, and you could have done that for years and everybody would have been just fine and you would have been too right and the reason that I would have these freak out moments wasn't because my life was overwhelming me it was because my life was underwhelming me it was fine And is that good enough? And by everyone else's standards, my life was amazing. Right? I have two wonderfully amazing kids, the most gorgeous husband that you could ever dream of. I did things that people dream their entire lives of doing by the time I was 28? And I would continue to have these moments, these flashes of pure insanity and anger because I kept showing up as someone else because it was just easier to check the boxes right in front of me. It was just easier to show up with a fake smile. Because what everybody could see was perfect. And... Today I decided that I was going to come on and apologize to everyone because this, I've, I've been reading um, Jen Hatmaker's new book because I told all of you that I uh, got an advanced reader copy of that book. And um, when I started to read it, I realized that I need to come on and just talk to all of you for a second, just to level all of us. Um, so I'm reading Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire by Jen Hatmaker. And in her second chapter, she talks about women and how there are three different kinds of women and some of them are 
megas and metas and until you read it this won't make any sense but she talks about how megas are always trying to pull out and get other people to be megas and I start to realize that that's what I'm doing and I'm leading you all astray right because most of us probably aren't that right and what I want to apologize for is exactly what we've been talking about today is that I was not living who I was meant to be because I wasn't showing up as the mega that I am, right? I was just showing up for whatever I could and showing up for a life defined by other people. And I don't want my podcast to push you into things that are not meant for you. I can't tell you if your dreams, and I've said this before, are as big as mine. What I want you to do is is no matter what kind of woman you are, I want you to show up unapologetic for the life that you want, right? And keep showing up. And keep moving towards it. And that doesn't mean that it's big and huge like what I'm talking about. Because I definitely uh, am on the mega train. But I think what I haven't done a good enough job of is embracing that we all have different paths, right? We all have different dreams. And I'm calling on you to go after those dreams, whatever they are, and don't think that they have to be doing a podcast or writing a book or whatever the heck I talk about every day. They can be having a family or a husband or a house or a car or eating healthy or running a marathon or whatever, right? They're your dreams. The only thing that I want you to do is go after the ones that are put on your heart because they're not going to go away. And I want you to live big, but not bigger than you want. Not bigger than your life calls for you. Mine is mega, right? I can't help that. And the reason that I got so angry and crazy is because The last time that I had felt mega, that I felt like I was truly walking in spaces meant for me, was when I was coaching. And I had given that up. And I had grown silent every day since giving that up. And so I was slowly starting to lose my mind because if I gave that up, that was the only thing that was me truly living in spaces meant for me. And I just gave it up. And I knew, right? I knew that I was following my calling for what I'm supposed to do. But Figuring out what that is and then actually going and doing it were insane spaces away from where I was right in that moment. 
and I couldn't think beyond my own head. And what I want more than anything for this podcast is that we all grow and glow and shine together, whatever that looks like. I don't know what it looks like for you, right? I now know what it looks like for me, but I can tell you that that journey has been painful, has been scary, has been life altering and changing and magical and beautiful and scary and psychotic at times. And what I do know is that every day I show up, I am one day closer. And the hardest thing is giving up things that are perfectly fine. Giving up things that are perfectly good to go for great. To not settle. To write your own story. To live your life according to you. And that's what we're doing here. Right? There are days where I come on here and I talk and I scream and I yell and I want you to show up for your life the same way that I'm trying to show up for mine. But that doesn't mean that it has to be these crazy things. I want you to show up for the life that you want. That's it. Right? It can be living in a small town and being a church board member. It could be living in a huge town and taking care of your family. It can be whatever you envision, but I want you to establish a vision and go get it. Whatever it is. It isn't big or small. We're all on a journey together. And you get to decide what's big for you. I don't. I am going to call you to start calling the shots in your life and to stop showing up for good and start showing up for great. And you get to decide what great is. This has been the Death of a Dream podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Full of fire. I can't. The new book that I am reading, I'm telling you, it comes out April 22nd. You can pre-order it on Amazon, but it is all things that are good in this world. Trust me. Um, I'm about two chapters in and my mind is so blown that I can't even open it up anymore. Um, this space, this woman just calls me to do it all. Uh, so I'm 
in deep into that book and I can't wait to bring more beautiful goodness to you from there. If you want to check out all things The Death of a Dream, you can head over to nussink.com. There is a new blog post there. It's a little on the error on the side of crazy, but I'm here for it. You can go check that out. As always, you are smart, you are strong, you are beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world.